It's Monday, March 29th. I'm Rudy. The only thing more backed up than that canal in Egypt is my basement bathroom after Taco Bell announces the Crunchy Gordita is on sale for a limited time. Let's take a long walk to Cleveland. Happening, everybody. I am Rudy Povich. This is a long walk to Cleveland. You know what to do. Subscribe. Make sure you got this thing on your phone every single day. Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. Find me on Instagram at Rudy underscore Povich. What is happening? So today on the show, we're going to talk a little bit about doing dumb shit when you're 40. You think you would knock this off by now, but apparently not. Also, breaking your own rules. Is it okay to ever do it? I don't know about that one. We'll see. In the meantime, though, let's talk a little bit about my kid. And I know there's a lot of people that have, um, have, I'm not the only person on the planet that has kids, but every parent has to go through like their own personal, you know, um, rite of passage when it comes to being a parent. And I think we're hitting the next milestone with my daughter. She is uh, on the cusp of 13. So we're going through all the terrible things that are accompanied with that age. You know, she's getting some zits. She's starting to grow you know all the, every every day i see her she's just a little bit taller she's a little bit more hungry <laughs> she's a little bit more sleepy she's also and this is the part that's killing me a little bit more silent i get that kids don't want to talk to their parents and usually around this age 12 13 that's when they start hating them and they come back around again in their 20s i dig that i'm looking forward to it because right now it sucks we get in the car. I, I drive her to gymnastics practice. We pull out of the driveway. I'll, I'll say, so what do you want to talk about? What's going on with you? Nothing. All right. What about your friends? What's happening with them? You, have they been going to gymnastics? What's going on with school? Is everybody back in school? Or are you just doing your own thing? You know, you guys playing the Roblox? I download all these damn apps so you guys can, like, spend some time doing something social, even though it has to be distant. Doing any of that? No. All right. What about what about you personally? Like even drawing anything recently? You know, maybe I saw you had like a, a new pack of, of you know colored pencils that you popped out the other day. Did you decide to go ahead and you know jot something down? Just a little sketch of something? No. All right. Well, hell with it. And then it's just silence for the next twelve and a half minutes until I drop her off and I give her a hug and kiss and say love you. Have a great practice. I'll see you afterwards. Uh huh. Out the car. And then that's it. These are like these weird, I, I, it, obviously it's hardwired into everybody because the story is ubiquitous. Everybody's got the story about how they hated their parents and they grew up with just these terrible people and then eventually they all come back around, right? It's usually what happens. Some a little bit later than others, but I think for the most part, everybody kind of has to go through it. There was a couple of kids I knew that were like, no, man, my parents are the best. Every single, every single Christmas, man, they take us out. You know, we do some downhill skiing. They go sledding with us. You know, my mom is at every single hockey game. My dad comes to every single practice. Who are these people? Used to like blow me away, man. My buddy, Steve, his family would like take ski trips. They would go out. They, you know, they do like big family Thanksgivings and nobody would argue. Nobody would at the end of the night, like throw down and like, you know, toss a wine glass through a window. Like, none of that happened. I was like, what What fucking family do you guys come from? That's not what happens with us. There can never be more than, like, ten people at our cabin all at one time. Because at some point, somebody would get in a huge argument and be a big-ass blowout. Ruin the weekend. Happened all the time. 
It was like we had to put a cap on people. Heaven forbid if somebody were to, like, come up and want to hang for the day. No, you can't. Why? Well, because nobody here is uh, mature enough to not start arguing with somebody else. And I don't want my weekend ruined. So I'm sorry. You got to stay home. I'm hoping that doesn't end up the situation with my kid. Because I got a good egg, man. I do. And I was in that same boat. Like, I was a pretty good kid until, like, the age of 13. And then my brain just went fucking haywire. That was a terrible time for everybody. Parents, <laughs> friends, myself. I don't think we're going to go down that route, you know? At least I'm hoping not. Because that was tough, you know? All the idiot things you do when you're... I know I say when you're 13, but unfortunately, it's also when you're 41. Because on Saturday, I got a couple of rules, right? A couple of things I try to, I try to live my life by. Number one... When you're 40, you have to stop blacking out. <laughs> I think that kind of goes with the territory, right? You should at some point, probably throughout the evening. And, and what's funny is we tell ourselves now that we're like in our you know upper 30s, low 40s. You know, we always joke like, oh, we used to, the pregame used to start at 10 o'clock on a Saturday night. Now I have to drink at noon so I can be home and in bed. The problem is you don't go home and go to bed. You just get you get as wasted as you did when you were twenty, except instead of it being one thirty in the morning, it's four fifteen, and you're getting tossed out of two bars in Hopkins. I'm not proud of it, just saying it happens. So, yeah, uh, and when I say blackout, it's not like you blacked out and then you know woke up the next morning out in the front lawn because i've had those moments too like early 20s you do dumb stuff like that wake up in the front lawn of probably i mean hopefully your house but maybe not but it's just it gets a little splotchy is all like i remember running into my buddy brian and his wife i just don't recall all of the information that was shared between the two of us I remember hanging out with the neighbors. I just don't quite recall all the conversations that were had that night. You know? Usually you can tell if how terrible your night was. If you wake up and there's no text messages, you probably weren't as bad as what you thought you were. If you got 13 text messages waiting for you, you probably did some shitty stuff. <laughs> it's coming back to bite you that day, for sure. So yeah, so Saturday got a little splotchy because the kids are on spring break and they're up at Grandma's. And my brother-in-law and I had the whole day off, so we went to uh, this place in Minnesota, in Minneapolis, called it Hopkins. Downtown is, as my brother-in-law puts it, if if I were to run my own real-life Sims, this is what it would be. A couple of bars, a brewery, and a card shop. That would be my downtown. And I'm like, I get it, man. So that's why we hang there. It's a good time. It's fun. You know, it's kind of a towny place. You know, the drinks are cheap and they're always flowing. You know, you can get like a happy hour rail drink for like three bucks, you know, which then explains why it is the evening gets a little splotchy, you know, walked into uh, a couple of bars over there and uh, we noticed that one of the pull tab buckets was uh, was basically down to the last few tickets and there was still two $1,000 tickets in there. And now all of a sudden the whole bar is spreading like wildfire, like, hey, man. These guys got a possibility of winning some bucks. So now everybody wants in on the action. And I always got a, I always got a rule. Hey, man, no more than $50 with pull tabs. All right? And I don't play them all the time. It's like maybe once, twice a year. 
Maybe. Because I, I was just telling uh, one of the gals I work with here, TJ, she does middays on KS95. I walked past her purse and she had like a lottery ticket sitting up. And I was like, I, you don't play the Do you really get scratch-offs? Are you? That's, this is for stupid people. Dumb people play scratch-offs. It's a tax on idiots. That's what it is. They take your money. They never give it back. And always, they'll say stuff like, well, it's, it's just, it's my hobby. It's what I spend money on because I have the possibility of winning money. And I was like, not in the long run, you don't. Yes, you might win, you know, a hundred bucks, but you've probably sunk in thousands that you're never going to get back. Have you noticed that on the news, there's never a story that comes out about how, hey, everybody, we're having a lottery ticket shortage? No, because that thing keeps making money. To be able to sustain itself. Way more money than you could ever imagine. And winning out of that thing. So knock it off. Stop. You, you already give the government enough of your money. Do you not? Between the sales tax and the property tax and just the tax on breathing, for God's sakes, you already give them more than you should. Knock it off. Stop being stupid with your money. Stop playing those stupid scratch-off tickets. You're never going to win. Find another hobby. Something else. If anything, find a hobby that you can make something and then sell it and start making some of that money back. That is a much better plan. There was a story that came out with a guy who it was, it was I think this guy was, I'm going to sound, I think this is how it all went down. But that guy was displaced from Hurricane Katrina and he was somewhere like in Michigan. He was staying in a home. Him and his wife had basically lost everything, and he was down to his last $6. And he went into a store to buy something to eat, and he bought a lottery ticket, and him and his wife had won like $1.5 million. And everybody cheered this guy on and thought, what a great story, and good things happen to good people. And I was the only one in the room that went, this guy's a menace. This guy should not be allowed. This, if anything, this guy's wife should take half of that money and never be with this guy ever again. If you are that down on your luck and you have $6 to your name and you are playing the lottery, you do not deserve to have people in your life that love you. Dude, I'll guarantee that. So that story came out, what, two years ago? That guy is right back where he was. There's no way that that guy had enough money management skills to be able to take on that amount of money and to be able to keep it. That's impossible. There's no way. You see these guys from like, you know, the early, um, like the early 2000s when they were doing all the, the survivors and you can win a million dollars. And that, there was this dude named Rupert. He was kind of a big deal for about a cup of coffee. This guy was on that show, uh, Survivor. And he won the million dollars, and he came to a radio station I was working at in Springfield, Missouri, called Q102, and we interviewed him. And I was after we got off the air, I was just kind of chatting with him, and I said, uh, I said, you know, man, uh, uh, I know they talk about that million bucks, and you kind of, you know, you play it up a little bit. And he was in town. It was funny because he was in town at like a car show signing autographs. Come on down, and you can get your autograph with Rupert for like, you know, ten bucks. Give you a little eight by ten. He'll pose with you, give you, a, you know, thumbs up. And I said, uh, I said, really, man, how far does that million dollars go? And the guy went, well, after taxes, I paid off my house. I bought me and my wife a car. I gave uh, my daughter a little bit for college. Uh, I put a little bit inside of a fund so I could have it, um, you know, down the road, and hopefully it'll grow some money. But other than that, dude, that's a million bucks. It does not go as far as you think it does. And then he kind of chuckled for a moment. And he goes, 
Why do you think I'm in Springfield, Missouri signing 8x10s? <laughs> a million dollars does not go as far as you think it does. I know we see it and we go, ooh, a million bucks. Yeah, it's great to have in the moment, but dude, money's going to run out, you know? So, I never play more than $50 in pull taps, but this looks like it could possibly, you know, pan itself out. You got two $1,000 tickets left. There's maybe 100 tickets left in that whole box. Not even. And um, my brother-in-law and I started throwing down a little bit. And I think we had, between the two of us, you know, give or take, it ended up being like about a, I don't know. I think Justin maybe threw it, thrown in 80 right away. I threw in about 120. I think Justin threw in like another 40 after that. And we were also winning like five bucks at a time. But it's getting down there. And the guy in front of me buys some tickets, and he pulls one of those $1,000 tickets right away, which is nice of him to let everybody know. He could have sat on it. We all sunk our money into the rest of the box. But uh, the guy had won that first $1,000. So we buy some tickets. We pull a few more. We get nothing. That that last $1,000 ticket is in that box somewhere. So on the way back, Justin and I were kind of like contemplating, we should buy the whole damn thing. What's it going to cost? Like, I don't know. Maybe 300 bucks, 400 bucks, but there's another thousand dollar ticket in there, plus another 100 dollar ticket. So while we're on the fence about it, I run, uh, I run and throw like all the old excess, you know, the, the tickets that we lost on. I throw those in the trash, run up to the, to the counter while I walk in. Guy comes in in front, like literally steps right in front of me before I get in line. That guy gets up to the booth, buys the whole damn box. So now you're definitely not winning a thousand bucks. But when I saw that guy, when I saw that lady pull all those tickets out and set them in front of that guy, I was like, all right, well, you know, you win some, you lose some. Not a big deal. That's too bad. Anyway, I hope that guy finds his, I hope that guy didn't lose too much money trying to win that thousand bucks. The dude behind me damn near lost his mind. He was fit to be goddamn tied. I've never seen somebody that angry about pull tabs. And as I kind of watched the dude, you could tell this is like his thing. He's maybe, I don't know, upper 20s, low 30s. He's got nobody with him. He's by himself in a bar at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And this dude is buying piles of, of pull tabs. And it's like, when we found out that $1,000 wasn't coming our way, we were done. I was like, all right, well, that was fine, whatever. It's kind of fun, exciting. You know, you know there's a really good possibility you could win that 1000 bucks. But after it was gone, that was it. It's not like we just moved on to the next box and started sinking more money in. We were done. This dude keeps going back and more piles of tickets. And every time losing and every time getting more and more angry. And it just kind of reminded me, I was walking into a casino one time and there was a guy walking out and I saw that guy punch himself in the face. He was so upset with himself. And as he was doing it, he was walking through the parking lot, punching himself. And I got up to the front door and I told the security, hey, I think you got a situation out in the parking lot. There's a dude out there who is, I mean, he is really like going to town on him. I mean, he was winding up. He was up against his own car. He was winding up and he was swinging his fist into his eye socket over and over again. And I said, hey, I think you need to go out there and take care of that guy. And she said, uh. Does so he have, uh, like, jean shorts on and just, like, a like a flannel top? It's like, yeah, brown hair. She said, ah, yeah, it's Greg. He does it all the time. 
I don't know. Maybe don't let Greg in your goddamn establishment. He's got a god. He's got a problem. He's obviously not well. If you're losing that much money to punch yourself in the face in a parking lot of a casino, maybe you have all these signs up that say, "Hey, control your gambling." Here's a one eight hundred number you can call that could help you kick your addiction. I don't know. Maybe you guys go ahead and help him out. Obviously, he can't control himself. You know him by first name, and he does this all the time. I don't know. Step in. Practice what you preach. I don't know. It, it just upset me to watch that guy over and over again buy handfuls of tickets, lose, and go right back to the box. And that is why there is a $50 limit every time. Because for me, I start doing the math. I'm like, all right, so this is how much money I make per hour. If you start, you know, just you take 100 bucks. I start, you know, dividing that up into how many hours of work it would take me to be able to make that and how fast you can lose it. And a lot of times, it's just not worth it. Man, it, it really does. For whatever reason, man, it just it bummed me out when uh, when I watched this guy. So yeah, fifty bucks. If you ever see me go more than fifty bucks, uh, pull me out. Let's go to another bar where they're serving three dollar rail drinks. Preferably not downtown Hopkins because I don't think we're going to be allowed there for a while. Hey, this podcast you can always find it on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. I know I keep throwing those three at you because those are the three we want you to go to to find this podcast. Subscribe to it. You can get it every single weekday. It's usually up just around uh, around 10 o'clock. I'm Rudy Povich. Once again, thank you so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.